0: everyone welcome to friday night live with your host ben rob can't be here tonight but my guest so simon essler is and now i'm sure as a lot of you are aware during the cold war the cia ordered the creation of a secret program intended to find ways of mind control mk ultra so robert f kennedy exposed new evidence this week linking disappeared indigenous children to mk ultra experiments conducted by CIA-sponsored researchers. So could unethical experimentation still be going on today without people's consent? Also, another strange news, is it possible that dinosaurs lived among us? You might be shocked to see what conclusions have been found about that. And speaking of surprising information, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg may face off in the most unexpected place that hasn't seen action for nearly 1,500 years rome's ancient Colosseum, plus there's all the massive protests happening in france so join me join me and my host uh, simon essler as we dive deeper into these topics as well as the weekly mandela Effect segment the top 10 weirder news of the week and of course our dig deep live q a only on rise.tv <laughs> Hey, Simon! Welcome. Hey, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Good to be yeah, here. Yeah, it's good to have you back on. So, yeah, Rob had to do some traveling for the weekend, so um, we asked Simon if he would want to join us. And everyone, you know, it's always ha- it's always great having you on, and everyone really likes you a lot. So, it's cool. It's just like you're just kind of one of us, really. So, <laughs> one of us. One of us. Yes. So, how how are you doing? Good, good. I'm just getting
1: ready for celebrating Canada. And, you know, the Canada Day weekend is coming up here.
0: Um, when is like your official Canadian holiday? It's uh it's on the 1st. It's 1st of July? Yeah. I couldn't remember. I now now that you mentioned it, I do remember that it is kind of close. So so it's tomorrow. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. so we're going. Uh, we're going uh, up to the the, the the grandparents' place because my son <laughs> just turned five on the twenty sixth, and so we're going to do a big birthday party for him and watch some fireworks for Canada Day and all that stuff. It's uh, nice. very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> going to do a staycation in northern Ontario.
0: <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I hope you guys have a good time for that i'm sure we you will know.
1: we have a slip and slide
0: oh really oh yeah <laughs> so exciting that's awesome well i guess um we'll just start off because there's so much to talk about with well, this mk ultra stuff and then yeah. elon and um dinosaurs so <laughs> why don't we just jump right into this uh, mandela effect and then uh we- we'll kind of get started with the show here so i i did you watch did you ever watch scooby doo when you when you were growing up yeah, a little bit, yeah, <laughs> like the original one, yeah, the old school um, one yeah, the old school one the, the, that's way better uh, this is kind of fascinating because i I have a feeling there's probably more Mandela effects, but so far people have been noticing two, um one of them is the title itself, now the title. Was changed, you know, uh, as the show, like it you know, there's like the '70s show, and then it went into the '80s, and then even the '90s, and this show was kind of, it kind of, the format slightly changed, the name of the, the, the name, the actual name of the show, kind of changed too. Originally, it was called Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Mm-hmm. Then it was just kind of changed changed to like Scooby-Doo. But the question is, uh, did it have a question mark or? a um, explanation point at the end of Scooby-Doo, where are you? And that's what a lot of people are are asking. And then on top of that, the bigger one is, did Shaggy have an Adam's apple? (laughs) This is exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So the the only reason why I, I remember Shaggy having an Adam's apple, because I remember being in elementary school and our teacher was using that as an example because oh, we were learning yeah. about like what is an Adam's apple, and she was like, "Oh, if you ever watch Scooby Doo, you know that you know um, Shaggy has this Adam's apple," and like she used that as an example. Right, right. And he no longer has an Adam's apple. Okay, so, so that's a really vivid memory for you. Like
1: that's a yes darn clear for this
0: one. one it is. This one it is. No, sh- I think this is like the beginning of um, Shaggy's one-liners. Oh, okay, this is. But see, I mean, so the so I pulled up the original show. Okay, and you will notice that in every single one of these, he doesn't have an Adam's apple. And I grew up on Scooby Doo, so for me, this was like a very clear memory that I have because. I literally learned what an Adam's apple was by watching Scooby-Doo. And now that he doesn't have one, um, it's kind of weirding me out. (laughs) 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 Is it because he's supposed to be trans? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I have no idea i have no idea it's one of those
1: ones though it's one of those ones where to me it just proves that like these are this is some sort of random effect that it's not like an agenda driven thing. really i don't even yeah i'm joking about that but really that's such an obscure thing no one would manipulate that
0: yeah yeah exactly and that's why you know i honestly think that um you know I, I really don't think anyone's going in back into the past and like oh we're gonna erase history where where shaggy no longer has an adam's <laughs> apple or you know morpheus doesn't say you know um what if i told you or something you know but i <laughs> yeah. I, I think it, it's more of a sense of um yeah it, it, it's more like we're, we're almost like shifting i mean i i'm starting to believe now that we're more shifting through timelines and experiencing these different realities on these different timelines but what's causing that is is the big question so um yeah like is it a natural
1: phenomenon that is a part of the cycle in history that we're in or is it as a result of human interference in the fabric of time space
0: right and it could be a mixture of all of the above to be honest yep could be yeah, so that, this has been – yeah, this has definitely been very interesting. Um, wow. And, you, you know, I, um, I, I was watching – recently I was watching Bob Lazar on uh, Joe Rogan, and I was actually listening to it on accident because I was in my car, and I was trying to find the um, Robert Kennedy and Joe Rogan. And I and like my my thing my phone wasn't working right and this random one came on and I thought it was it and then I was like oh wait this is Bob Lazar and it was from like four years ago, but I listened to it and um actually it was you know it's very fascinating I've always been kind of on the fence with Bob Lazar but yeah the too. way that Joe Rogan asks very specific like Bob Lazar will say something and Joe Rogan will actually stop him and be like, okay, can you explain that a little bit? Or what was this like? What did it look like? Like what color was it? You know, mm-hmm. and and it was kind of interesting and he only, he's only like Bob Lazar is only explaining what he knows. So he won't venture outside of anything that he doesn't know. But one of the things that he talked about was that he was brought on specifically to look at this piece of technology that was recovered and his 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 guess was from a craft um he said honestly they they never really did explain anything he said he saw the craft that it was from once or so and then they worked on this thing and he described it as almost like a um oh yeah well he described okay so for those of you that don't know who bob lazar is his story is that in the early 90s when he was like pretty like in his 20s he worked at um s4 which is around Area 51. So he said he wasn't working at Area 51, but he was working near Area 51 at S4. Um, it is a legit base, and that's where supposedly they do all their testing for their um, you know, secret craft and whatever it is. But uh, so his story, he came out in the news. It kind of broke in the news. Um, he said he really regretted it because it really affected his life afterwards and he didn't like he doesn't like to give a lot of interviews now now he's kind of they made this documentary about him and so documentary is okay but what's fascinating is that he was talking about this device that was like a circular ball on some kind of like base with an energy source at the bottom of it and he described the energy source as like a a mini um particle accelerator that when turned on it like activated this and it, and it it warped and manipulated it like created its own gravitational field right around this so he said you know you, it was almost like a magnet as you were trying to get close to it you couldn't it was like repelling you and he's like if it's in a craft and the craft is like right above you 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 can't see it actually it's it's like it, it, it bends the the, not only bends light, but it actually bends the gravity around it, and yeah. so it, it creates That's this space Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why I'm bringing all this up because because he was saying that the the goal of this thing was they're trying to figure out one like how it works, two what does it actually do, and then three can they replicate this. And he used the example of be like, you know, if we went back 400 years and dropped off an iPhone, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like, and then the only thing they could really make out of it was maybe, you know, you take it apart or, or you try to figure out what to do with it. And maybe the only thing you come up with is like glass. It's like, okay, we can make glass from this thing, you know, and that's <laughs> yeah. it, or something like that, you know? Yeah. But what's fascinating, he was saying that through this, you can actually manipulate time and space and you could essentially create some kind of like time warp where you can literally travel through time using this thing because through the graph. Anyway, so the reason why I'm bringing all this whole thing up, uh, it's like it just started making me think about the Mandela effect and how it might be a lot easier to travel through time than what we think It could be you know especially if if extraterrestrial or interdimensional beings are already doing this
1: well and there was there's other testimony about craft with very similar technology and they state that all that had to be done was that the the et had to vibrationally attune to the point in time space they wanted to be and the craft Mm -hmm. would help them arrive there and it was you know it was a it was that simple it was like time was not really linear it was more like a a landscape time space itself together was a landscape you could move through yeah and there's a lot there and it's interesting because like you said like there's some contentiousness about bob lazar's testimony because some people feel or at least some people in the ufology community feel that he's been given a like a pass to disclose his information and it seems like why has he been allowed to present when others haven't and Still. still right it sounds like exactly really
0: yeah cool yeah it's pretty interesting and and actually speaking of of like gravity and weird anomalies um there vice published this article and it, the headline is excuse me massive gravity anomaly caused by ancient sea Rem- remnants deep inside earth Whoa. says study this is super fascinating um and it just talks about in the Indian ocean features a massive gravity anomaly that has puzzled scientists for years. Now a new study proposes that an ancient remains of another ocean that sank deep into earth itself gave rise to the Indian, uh, the Indian ocean geod low. Um, I'm not even sure what that means, but it, it I, I O G L. And that, that's what they call this anomaly. This Indian Ocean geode low is, is this weird anomaly thing. And so I don't believe that this is probably the cause of it. But <laughs> like, a, 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 you know, ocean sank into there and then it, it, it like creates this like weird, you know, distorting of gravity or some something like that. Most likely it's probably... Uh, some kind of ship that's down there could even be from ancient times but um, but it's just so fascinating that we're talking about this because there are places on earth where the gravity is distorted so there's that place in California um, specifically like you can you can put a ball at the end of the street where it's uphill and you can just leave it there and it'll start going uphill. like just starts rolling uphill instead of going downhill
1: yeah, it seems like the the anomalies, the gravitational anomalies consistently in a lot of research seem to be connected to spatial and time based anomalies. Like that's all it's all interwoven. Right. Like you, you have a lot of people talking about that and about the fact that the Earth's uh, grid and the, the, the ley lines of the Earth and the channels like the Earth's meridians basically are creating mm-hmm. these things naturally all the time. So, you know, it makes sense to me that if there was ancient technology or extraterrestrial technology like deep in the ocean, it could itself be causing that or it could be interacting with the earth's grid in such a way as to be creating that.
0: That's a good point too, actually. That's a really interesting point as well. So, there's just so much that that we 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 don't know. And actually one of the things that 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 Bob actually brought up on on Joe Rogan he said that one of the craft that they had was an ancient craft that they found at, a, at an ancient archeological site. Well, so it had to be in the U S so, so like my, my thought was like, maybe this is one of the things they found near the grand Canyon because there's been, there's actually been a government um, area that's been sectioned off in the grand Canyon and a lot of people speculate that they found something there, which is why they blocked it off. And and some people think it was giants, but maybe it was one of these crafts that that they found, um, you know, in the desert or something and, and it, or like near the Grand Canyon in some ancient site. I well, mean, he, you know, when you hear
1: yeah. like, like, you know, theories like, OK, let's say there's like the one narrative that there's giants. And like when you look at the way that they manage these operations, they tend to sometimes float out narratives as psychological operations like limited hangouts. So it's like the giant narrative just for that one site. I mean, could have been floated by the covert operations trying to keep this suppressed to keep you away from what's really going on. I mean, they, they use this tactics all the time.
0: Yeah. So true. Yeah. You're right. They do. Good old limited hangouts. (laughs)
1: Classic deep state.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. oh let's see well um man we got a couple more things De- okay why don't we show i miss
1: covid what's the i miss covid oh is that the dana carvey
0: dude did you see this yes
1: the dana carvey video which i think is pretty interesting because that's him and david spade are not normally people to challenge the narrative
0: no definitely not
1: right. so yeah coming from them this was interesting
0: i from i think a lot of um comedians are really struggling right now because of this exact thing. Um it's like they're so afraid to offend, offend someone, so afraid to get canceled, um so afraid to even talk about anything that's going on. And actually I I'm, I'm finding that Saturday night live is been pushing it a little bit more with 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 biden you know it's like previously it was like oh we're not going to say anything you know and and it's like that was kind of interesting so yeah go ahead and um it's good it's solid this is pretty funny i have to admit i miss covid (laughs) i know dude you know what
1: i knew there was trouble (laughs) when anyone that came to our country didn't have to get a vaccine and i go Mm -hmm. if you're telling me i can't go to work but everyone everyone coming in doesn't have to get one i go well, once we found out when Fauci said,
0: OK, I'm sorry, but if you've had two boosters and two vaccines, you can get and give COVID to another guy who's had five vaccines and four boosters. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a vaccine and a booster? I don't know. It's just more vaccine, but booster sounds better. Anyway, a guy with 25
2: vaccines <laughs> would get and give COVID to another guy with 25 <laughs> vaccines.
0: That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity. But it's a beautiful thirty-nine seconds. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so good, so on point. I was so shocked. I was really shocked.
0: Yeah, it's really
1: shocking, and it's interesting you bring it to Night Live because that's the whole point of that show, right? So that's from their show. It's Dana Carvey and David Spade, and they have a show together. That is just them talking about the old Saturday night live days and having on old Saturday night live guests. That's the whole point of the show.
0: I actually had no idea that they had their own show. So now that I heard that, I'm like, wow, I want to watch this a little bit more. So this um,
1: made me look it up. I was like, what has Dana Harvey yeah. been doing? Dana Carvey has nothing but podcasts. You go to his Twitter and he just That's links so three podcasts.
0: Well, there, there's a lot of those guys in that era that are very much against what's going on. And, um, yeah. um, well, actually, we're gonna we're gonna need we're gonna show a trailer and we come Let's back. Talk to a trailer. I'll, I'll think about the guy's name. Oh, Rob Schneider, just hit me. Got Rob it, yes. Schneider. He, he used to follow us on Edge of Wonder on uh, on Twitter. Yeah. So and he's been he's been very vocal. He's yeah. definitely one of the ones that have been vocal. Um, but it's interesting because there's a lot of a lot of those guys in that era, either have been vocal or silent and yeah. if you're silent you're you're pretty much like not in favor of what is going on
1: so. yes absolutely absolutely
0: <laughs> yeah it's very fascinating so all right we're gonna show a trailer and when we get back we'll talk about dinosaurs existing with humans it's weird it's informative it's supernatural it's friday night live on rise.tv we looked into Microsoft's launch of the next version of ChatGPT, which even has developers wondering if technology is going too far. Well, everyone is sick of fear and politics, which is why we started this show back in 2018 to talk about the weirdest news and most entertaining
1: information we find each week.
0: Nickelback might be the reason why we have life on Earth. The advertising board caused hilarity among many drivers. A real-life Terminator liquid metal T-1000. Let's laugh at the headlines on Friday Night Live on Rise.TV. We're back. We are back. So, for everybody that's watching us, uh, wherever you're streaming, whether it's on... um, could be on YouTube or um, Ganjing World or uh, Rumble. Please like and subscribe to our channel. But if you haven't, this is our Rise.TV platform where we have all of our um, produced shows, um, fully uncensored shows that you can watch and view uh, on our Rise.TV platform. Rob and I have hundreds of videos, hundreds of series that we've done. Uh, again, this is our live show, and then uh, you know, and then we have our produced show that we really re really, uh, that we, when we well, some of it we put on social media and, and public platforms, but the rest of the series is just for our um, subscribers on live. So, and Simon has his show as well.
1: Yeah, I got lots um, of stuff on there. Yeah, Jump you in.
0: do. You
1: know, it's interesting. I've been thinking about Worlds Within a lot because I did this one season on education, on uh, on the history of public education and like the future of education. And now a lot of that's coming back around. And I recently attended a a webinar that was starting to cover a lot of the stuff that I covered back there in Worlds Within and looking at like the fractal nature of human learning and how fractals actually play a role in the way that we learn. Yeah. Super interesting stuff.
0: Wow. Very cool. Check it out. Yeah, so that's all on um, our uh, Rise TV. So, and then of course you have your um, Simon Esler's Dystopian Imaginarium, which is oh, yeah. an awesome comedy um, show that you made. Where it's more of like a
3: yeah,
1: it's like a sci-fi sketch comedy. Yes,
0: yeah, sci-fi sketch comedy. That's, that's a good that. way of putting it. It's really great. Yeah, it really it is.
1: Yeah, you, check it out. That that one's one. good. It's like a real good way to dive into the bizarre experience that was COVID. It's a yeah. it's a good filter for. It. Dude,
0: we got to do something like this. I'm I, I'm really I'm like, yeah, this would be cool to do something else. That'd be fun. So yeah, yeah, totally. All right. Well, coming back to our show before we get into all the MK Ultra stuff. So this I, I, this is very fascinating. But New York Post. Um, paleobiologists Um now I I don't know why they're not calling them um why they're saying by like paleobiologists biologists instead of uh you know um I can't do paleontologists. Yes, thank you. I just like slipped my mind. <laughs> I was like dang. But anyway, so what what they're claiming in this is like their flintstones may be considered historical fiction, but there was a, a journal published in Current Biology. That's the name of the, um, the journal, Current Biology, and it actually suggests that human ancestors lived with dinosaurs for a short period be- for, be- for a short period of time before they went extinct. Um, what's actually, I mean, for me, and I think for you too, Simon, since both of us have been like, you know, involved with ancient civilization for so long and ancient cultures and everything else. It's like, yeah, this isn't really much of a shock. Uh, I mean, if you go back to the Inca stones, they literally have drawings on rocks from like 30,000 years ago that shows people riding dinosaurs. And that's only 30,000 years ago. So, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of evidence to show that that everything we know about dinosaurs may not be the case. um, So they're saying that in an in-depth analysis of the fossil records for for, um, placental mammals, the group, including humans, dogs, bats, and some other things, has provided researchers with the answers to this question. They looked at fossil records and came to the conclusion that these mammals did exist prior to the, so they're calling it the, Catastrophic event of you know whatever if it was the the um asteroid that hit the Earth or or however they they were all like you know wiped out, but what Lindsay is showing right now is these Inca stones yeah, that that's are strong evidence dated thirty thousand years ago. Now mainstream science is like, no, this guy created them, you know, but um they are uh, on display in Peru. And you can see them and I mean Yeah, so I mean it, it's there's interesting the...
1: because it's like this is a breakdown then of the of the, the narrative in terms yes. of history and that's what's interesting about it is that there's there's some sort of breakdown in the, the mainstream narrative of history going on with this New York Times post and this study. Is it being allowed or is it a true discovery that's messing with the narrative?
0: Yeah, that's what's fascinating about it. It really is. And you know, um, I, I I know some people that were just out in Arizona um, at like near Bradford Ranch and whatnot, and and um, there's been reported sightings of um, like three toed feet, you know, almost like from like from from like possibly even dinosaurs or something like that or reptilians. Wow. Um, you know, we were talking about portals earlier, and one of the theories out there is that we're not seeing like dinosaurs that lived now. Maybe it's some portal that's opening up and it's like from, from like back, you know, in, 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 like, I'm talking like in the past, you know, time traveling, almost, it sounds crazy, like time traveling dinosaurs, but it's not like they know, maybe they don't even know that they're doing it. They're just like walking through a portal and all of a sudden yes, they're in our time. And then another portal opens up and they're back in their time. And, you know, they may have no idea what's going on, but recently uh, the weather channel, I, I was, uh, I was, I was staying in a hotel one night. Um, and I just happened to see the weather channel showing a terror, a pterodactyl flying. So they were like, what is this? And they actually got it on video. I actually, I have the video somewhere. So wow. I'll try to, I'll try to find it here in a little bit and, and show it for you guys. But I, I, you know i mean it's serious like they were trying to because it really there it's real but they're trying to say that it was like some kind of specific bird and it's like dude that seriously looks like a pterodactyl that's not some like you know bald-headed eagle or something like that so i'll 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 try to find the video and um
1: this gets to what we were talking about earlier though with you know are there phenomena of this time on earth that are creating more anomalies like this you know more let's say weird portals where you have a dinosaur blipping in and out of our time Mm -hmm. Um, maybe that's part of the chaos of this time of this big shift that's happening you know we're moving from one age to another who knows like it's possible i remember looking at some of david Wilcox's research and he mapped out the way that all these overlapping geometries were actually lining up if you if you make the uh, the elliptical shape of our solar system into spheres into like perfect spheres and you have all these geometries that are twisting within each other nested and it creates particular alignments with the points on the geometries i think about it that way a lot because that was just kind of a clear way to look at the cycles to me and i do wonder i wonder if there are these massive alignments that create phenomena like that
0: yeah i mean and, and i think that that's like a probably a good explanation of potentially what what could be happening here with all of this um you know and then same thing in africa too they're, they're like a stegosaurus there's been reported sightings of like a stegosaurus kind of creature um in africa and this was like a while ago this was i think i even heard about this way before rob and i were doing edge of wonder and i remember looking into it and um i mean the this like african tribe saw it and they clearly drew out what they saw and it was like a stegosaurus looking thing you know so, yeah, and, yeah, and it's knows. like,
1: <laughs> and because, it could maybe be, they were looking through a portal and they just yeah, saw that the dinosaur walking past on the other side of this portal, and then the portal closes. Like, I mean, there's so many, so many there's
0: things. so many things. Yeah, there really is. Huh. So I'm gonna try to find that video for you guys, and then we'll play it here in a little bit later. All right, all right. Moving on, though, we have all this MK Ultra stuff. Oh man, Simon, you, you, yeah, I mean we we've you've you've got a lot of stuff here me i know too. we'll yeah. see we'll see what we have time to do we don't have to do it all but i forget i put it there and we'll see no 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 goes. dude it's it's good it's good you know um i i'm i'm shocked by every time we we do a show and we talk about mk ultra there's always people out there that ask what exactly is mk ultra right and- <laughs> that's crazy to me how could you not know at this point yeah, no. please i'm like oh please keep up yeah please keep up <laughs> this is so important hey you on the back yeah you need to keep up <laughs> inappropriate your your lack
1: of awareness is inappropriate at point in history
0: I well I, I mean how would you describe mk ultra in like a, a, a nutshell like what would you say
1: i mean this is this is a a, a level of behavior modification that gets into uh absolute control of human beings in their bodies, in their thoughts and the ability to have them not remember the things that they played out. So to control their memories as well. So it is like utter control of human beings on pretty much every level and, and all the science that they needed to do just that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think from, well, and, and MK is German for mind, mind control. Yeah. Instead of calling it MC Ultra, they just call it MK because because they they continued on what the Germans were doing in Germany around World War II and even prior to that, the Russians were also doing experiments. Right. Um, after even after World War One, they were doing experiments, and then the Germans kind of took over and then um, doing all these like experimenting with drugs and, and... yeah,
1: it was really merging drugs and trauma like that was yeah yeah that, that was really discovered.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like, can you control people through trauma and drugs? And then, um, so this is a hundred percent official, the CIA, because they, they actually declassified their own documents stating that they were testing. They were just like, even within the CIA itself, they were just like giving each other doses of, of, of like LSD just to see what would happen. Yeah. And then re- kind of like recording it and, and whatnot. So it's like you could be working at your cubicle and all of a sudden you, your partner just like doses you with LSD. And then it's like, you know, just to see how you would respond to that. But yeah, because
1: one of the requirements, this, I mean, I think this isn't some of the stuff I had, but one of the requirements was that the person doesn't know they've been dosed. That was yes. like one of their stipulations. They cannot know that they're being impacted. And so as long as they had those conditions, they were obsessed with trying to play that out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Someone in the chat mentioned Manchurian Candidate. And if you haven't seen the first one, not the one with Denzel Washington, but the first Manchurian Candidate, I think it came, it came out right, right before the assassination of JFK. And they actually pulled the movie from the theaters because it was so close to what was going on in real life. And then after like six months, they released it back in the theaters. But um, that movie really spells out clearly how like patsies are being used for um weapons and essentially mind control all of this stuff it's like you because the person may not even know that they're under some form of hypnosis or mind control and in the movie um i think it was a queen of hearts so when he sees the queen of hearts, that's him acting and he needs to like, he knows he needs to shoot somebody and assassinate. I think it's the president yeah. actually in the movie. So, yeah. um, uh, yeah. You know, symbolism
1: not... is a big thing. Like using symbolism, symbolism yeah. and narratives, like certain stories, uh, you know, keywords and yeah. they, they eventually, they moved it into, into you know, tones and things like that. Right? Yeah. Tones. That's a big we'll get one too. We're going to add some stuff on that.
0: And so Stranger Things is a big part of this because so Rob and I did a, a bunch of episodes related to um, Montauk Project and MKUltra and the Montauk Project really go hand in hand um, because this was some of the, the things that they were doing. They were They were experimenting with kids and children looking for people with some kind of psychic abilities and trying to see if they can amplify them. Um, and that was also part of all of these experiments. So, um, but, uh, yeah. And even, even, um, uh, Clinton, Bill Clinton came out in the nineties to apologize for the experiments. He didn't say children directly, but he, he was talking about, um, unwanted people, unwillingly participating in these mind control experiments. And he did mention that. And then Michael Aquino, satanic dude who was in the military. He was one of the, he's a really evil guy. He's a freaky, freaky dude. He was one of the head people. um, And he looks like, he literally looks like a vampire. I mean, he's the one with like the weird eyelash or eyebrows. Yeah. Like he has the eyebrows that he twists up. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. He wants to look
1: like a supervillain. That is his desire.
0: Yep. There he is right there. (laughs) He, he is a proclaimed Satanist. He's happy to be a Satanist. He was with, um the guy who founded the church of satan anton LaVey yes and then they had a falling out and then he formed the temple of set which is another like satanic thing <laughs> that branches yeah. off of that So he
1: he is specifically named in the testimony of Kathy O'Brien. Um, yes, he is. You know, she she talks about him as being very, very deep into the
0: MK Ultra
1: programs and being a, I I believe, a programmer. Is what, yeah. Well, from my
0: understanding, he was the one that was put in charge of the whole entire thing. So that dude is a very evil guy. Um, he, he there's definitely um stories of of I mean even Kathy O'Brien's story I mean you know doing all these things to children he was yeah. the per, like head person to do this and if you don't believe us this is where it gets into what Robert Kennedy posted so um okay so Going back to Ke- before we go into that, okay. Lindsay's like, maybe we should bring up who's Kathy true, O'Brien. True. Kathy O'Brien can up, yeah. We, we have a, a really incredible interview with her on Rise TV. Um, and I think Simon, did you, did you talk to her as well? No, I've just been
1: deep, deeply researching her stuff for a okay. long time now. Um, and yeah, she's amazing. I mean, she this is someone who escaped the MK Ultra robotic mind control program and got all her memories back and then published everything and actually testified in front of Congress about everything yep. she knew. And what's crazy yeah. about Kathy's story is that she knew like code words from programs and things that she couldn't have known otherwise. So true you know, too. she talks about the fact that uh, the kind of trauma they induce gives you photographic memory. So you have a perfect memory locked inside of you. And what she discovered through being rescued was that when she unlocked the memories, she had crystal clear memories come, come through. And so she had all the information of the programs that she had been a part of all the code words, all the everything, everything that she had been sort of used as a container to transport and give to other people within these covert networks. Um, Really fascinating stuff. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, very, very relevant to now, man, Kennedy dropping this on Twitter is huge. It really puts it into the mainstream
0: yes simon why don't you go ahead and get, go into this um, okay. what this is and what, so just what before he i
1: do this is very interesting so he drops this article that's new docs link cia to medical torture of indigenous children and black prisoners now this is really important as he points out uh is that it's from a publication that is actually more sort of left-leaning we're not looking at a right-leaning publication at all and in fact one of the ways we can tell you know, that very overtly is if you go and read the article, it is very focused on racism and racial like inequality. And it's coming from that angle, which is fine. Cause a lot of it was based on that. Like these MK ultra programs, there was severe, severe racism for sure. So let's get into some of what it says. Uh, it says in October of 2021, new evidence surfaced linking disappearing or disappeared indigenous children to MK ultra experiments conducted by CIA sponsored researchers, a white Winnipeg resident named Lana Haunting, testified in Quebec's Superior Court that in 1958, when she was 16 years old, doctors from the Allen Memorial Institute, a former psychiatric hospital affiliated with McGill and the Royal Victoria Hospital, held her against her will, drugged her with LSD and other substances, and subjected her to electroshock treatments, and exposed her to auditory indoctrination, playing a recording telling, pointing over and over again that she was either a bad girl or a good girl. Haunting mm. also testified that some of the children I saw there were indigenous and that she befriended an indigenous girl named Morningstar who endured many of the same abuses with the added indignity of being harassed because of a race.
0: During- I, I wonder yeah, I, yeah, I wonder if, that, if that's like a, a nickname or if that was really her actual name.
1: I mean, it sounds like an indigenous name, to
0: be honest. I guess it could be, yeah. Okay, go ahead, keep going.
1: Um, so during a reprieve from her drug-induced haze, Haunting recalls sneaking over by the cement wall uh, with shovels and flashlights. She and other children had heard rumors that bodies were buried on the property. I believe wow. that some of them would be indigenous people, Haunting told the court. So this drops a really huge, huge truth bomb on like a, not, a lot a lot of levels, I think. Uh, and one of the big things for me was uh, that it tied to this research from this book called Murder by Decree by Kevin Annette. So Kevin Annette is this Canadian researcher who has been trying to expose all the psychological operations and disinformation coming from the Canadian government surrounding the residential schools. This is like a, it's a great example of of a limited hangout. So what, what really piqued my interest about this article and these new documents proving that there were captured and disappeared indigenous kids from these residential schools was that this is something that Kevin Annette has been trying to talk about for a long time. He's been trying to say that the residential school system was tied to MK Ultra, and that these kids were actually funneled out of the residential school system. So I just grabbed this little, uh, this part of his book, Murder by Decree, and it's an anonymous phone call that Kevin Annette received on October 2nd, 1998. Uh, and it came from a man who claimed to be a retired member of the Canadian Civil Service. Uh, But it was an unlisted number. So Hmm. the caller says, you're just scratching the surface, but it still has a lot of people concerned. Concerned about what exactly? You had some people from Cooper Island at your thing. Uh, You can't let them talk about the German connection. So just to stop right here, Cooper Island is one of the islands where there was a residential school where there was like mass uh, torturing of indigenous kids here in Canada. So he says, what connection? The whole thing. uh, The gentleman's agreement with the Americans and the churches. They provided the kids, the force brought them to us by force. You mean the RCMP. So that's the Royal Canadian Mounted. Oh,
0: I was going to say the force. What, what force are they talking about? So we're talking
1: about the Royal Canadian Mounted police, right? That's like the highest level of police in Canada. You know, that's like equivalent to like the FBI. Yeah, that's correct. Cooper Island was isolated and perfect. Lots of department of national defense research money went there and to Calgary and the Lincoln park thing you mentioned that was bang on. So I'll pause out there. Some people may recognize the Lincoln Park thing. Some people believe that the name Lincoln Park of the band was actually tied to them trying to expose a lot of the atrocities that occurred at Lincoln Park. So apparently there was a base there tied That's to all of this.
3: Okay, so there, the
0: park, Lincoln yeah. Park's original name was going to be Hybrid Theory, but there was a um, there was already a, a band called that, so they had to they had to change their name. And supposedly mm-hmm. they chose Lincoln park because it was like a park in Chicago. That would, that's uh near where they were like living at the time. Yeah. But so that, that, you know, that could just be like, Oh, well, you mean there could be two things there, right. you know, there it really could be.
1: could be. Well, I think also because people saw that Chester, that the Chester, the singer, Especially. right. Yeah. He was involved in trying to produce some content on child sex trafficking. And yeah. There's, there's conspiracies around that, but. Yeah, no, no,
0: it's, and then him when, and Podesta. No, yes, that like. whole thing, exactly. And then his mom even making a comment that she hadn't, like, uh, some, um, yeah, it's like, uh, she was dating, like, some government Yes. guy. You know, she didn't really say who it was, but, dude, he really does look like Podesta. He so. does, he does a lot,
1: actually. Yeah. Okay, so, so then the caller says to Kevin Annette, it all came from the Pentagon originally how to make the perfect obedient soldier the germans had started up the research before and during the war and we perfected it the churches were cooperative from the start the agreement was they'd provide a quota every year and have them delivered so he says are you talking about children from the indian residential schools just so we're clear correct it went on for years at least from 46 to the 70s maybe earlier the catholics had their own thing going too but lots of that is classified known to lots of people, but there'll never be an official acknowledgement. No way in hell. That's why we never spoke. This is only for you understood. He says, okay. He goes, hell, nobody believe you anyway. So I read that years ago. Okay. Wow. And this guy has been fighting. Like he has been attacked and attacked and like suppressed. And like, he's been fighting to try to get this information out for so long. You can go, go on. If you look up his website, I can't remember what it is, but murder by decree, He gives away the book for free. You don't even have to buy it. He wants No way, really. Yes. He's so devoted to this work. So that brings us to the whole Canadian mass grave thing. You guys might remember uh, in the summer, I believe it's summer of 2022, when there was all the stories about all the newly discovered mass graves of indigenous kids in Canada. Mm -hmm. So can we play the first two minutes of this YouTube clip? So this is... uh, this is a documentary by uh, the Counter Signal, uh, and so this is them exploring the whole narrative that came out about these mass graves. And we'll just do the first two minutes, and then I'll explain why this is so relevant to the MK Ultra.
0: Wow! And it's like I did. I didn't know about this actually. Well, I knew that the CIA were conducting certain experiments in schools in Canada. And that was one of the documents that got declassified and got exposed, but they didn't really go into detail about what they were doing. So everything that that Simon just read, um, this is more of the details of what those experiments were were getting into. So that's really fascinating. Yeah.
1: So it's like what we're looking at here is there was this whole narrative that uh, all these Canadian, uh, all these mass graves were found uh, in Canada, of indigenous kids. Now, this is why this is such a like complex, limited hangout. And this is why I believe that whole narrative was to try to protect from people actually digging into real information that connects the Catholic Church and the Canadian government and all these sources that were actually, they were running the residential schools as a resource for MKUltra. So um, basically, in this YouTube clip, they'll show, and you guys will remember because there was mass media coverage of this, um, so, I don't know, let's dive into it and then we'll see.
4: Even the hmm? Christian faith in Canada is reaching all-time lows with churches whose pews were getting sparse, now empty due to COVID restrictions. Pastors have been arrested, congregations fined, and now this community, desperate for a place to practice their faith, have been met with a summer of horrors. Terror attacks on their churches like nothing we have seen before in Canada. Not simply a few arsonists or rogue graffiti attacks, dozens of churches under siege by fire, rock, and paint. Over 64 Canadian churches have been vandalized or burned in the last few months. Where did this begin though? What sparked this great hatred towards the Christian community? Well, unlike other events in history, there was no grand assassination, no kidnapping, surprise bombing, political revolution or protest. No, this wave of hate began with a single tweet. May 27th this year, the Kamloops today released a tweet reading. To Kamloops confirms bodies of 215 children buried at former Kamloops Indian residential school. Following this tweet, the Vancouver Sun, Global News, CBC, and soon the worldwide press began to take to this story like wildfire. One by one, building on that single article and announcement. And soon the story took a life of its own, evolving into a tale of mass graves. New York Post Washington Post, CTV News, and even The Sun all published headlines touting horrors of mass graves in Canada, with even political leaders hinting at a Canadian... Wow,
0: dude, this is crazy. This is
1: nuts, right? Okay, so, and I really encourage people to go check out this documentary. So what happened I I haven't
0: really even heard much about this.
1: This was nuts, man. There were churches on fire all across Canada. Like, they were just burning churches down, and, like, there was, like, a lack of investigations. The media here wouldn't cover- The the attacks on churches all across Canada, it was all instigated by this idea that there were these new mass graves of Indigenous kids uncovered. So in this documentary, they go to the sites where they claim this is happening, and it's all nonsense. There's no mass graves discovered of Indigenous kids at any of the sites they claimed. So it's not that there aren't graves, because as we see in the article that RFK released, there are actually people fighting, there are indigenous people fighting to get access to sites that they know are graves from MK Ultra experiments.
0: Wow, so the, man. The,
1: the, the Canadian press released this, this whole false crazy. narrative. right? So they released this whole false wow. narrative telling people that there were these discoveries when they weren't the real mass graves. Then they used that to facilitate terrorist attacks on the churches all across Canada while also creating this limited hangout, making the public feel like the Canadian government is admitting to this. Now, then there was politicians coming out and apologizing, say, we once again apologize. So they have a very sophisticated, limited hangout and all these narratives surrounding the indigenous residential schools thing. And it keeps it disassociated from MKUltra. So this is like, it's massive that RFK dropped this because it blows up what the Canadian media and government have been running as an operation here this whole time.
0: Wow. So you, you think he like, I mean, it wasn't just like, Oh, Hey, look, check out this article. You think he, like he, he, he wanted to almost set up like a chain reaction to really what's happening. Right.
1: Yeah. Because you have, it is very like Antifa style, right? The attacks on the churches, you had like Antifa style Mm -hmm. people showing up and burning these churches to the ground with like very little law enforcement response, like no real care for it. Like just kind of allowing it, which is like, we saw that with the protests across America, with the, the whole like Black Lives Matter, like burning down huge portions yeah. of cities and stuff. Seriously. It was so similar to that, where it was just kind of mysteriously all right. allowed, but all instigated by this one false narrative that that documentary, they just go to the sites and they prove that it's like absolutely like those specific sites are not the sites, right? Wow.
0: So pretty crazy, right? Amazing.
1: Okay. So then there's this well, article.
0: Okay, go ahead. Actually, Simon, before we get into the next yeah. article, uh, which is all going to be more about the CIA's legal MK Ultra mind control experiments, we're going to play a trailer, and then when we'll get back. We will um, cover this. So, and actually, I found the pterodactyl video too. So we can Ooh. we can show that pterodactyl video first when we come back.
2: My information has been censored for over thirty years. NK Ultra Mind Control is rooted in our most primitive fear, this handful at the top. They're not like us, and they do not like us. Bohemian Grove is really where this cabal would meet. I was definitely going to be killed there at age 30. I know from my life's experience that without free thought, there's no free will. Love is the greatest healer. It was my my motive to heal. People are realizing we're all here for a purpose right now at this pivotal point in humanity's history and future. We need to live the love we are and keep smiling and loving each other. That way it's it's game over. We win. They lose.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, it really is.
1: Okay. do Do you want me to keep going or do you want to do the pterodactyl first?
0: um okay since everyone's been waiting for it why don't i do do that i'm trying to um okay here we go i think i can get this (laughs) so again this is what was on um this was on the uh the weather channel and they just they were just showing this on the weather channel and they had different people talking about what they thought it was.
1: (laughs) That's so obvious.
0: (laughs) And they were like trying to say that it was just this one specific bird. I can't remember what bird they were talking about. Maybe like a, um, a crane or something (laughs) like that. And they're like, yeah, I think it's like a crane. I'm like, dude, that is definitely a pterodactyl. Yeah. Look at it so it's so crazy oh, I, I, I,
1: wow that's I, great <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good video time portal he came through a time portal yeah well that's what i started thinking
0: about like wow maybe go. it's possible right
1: that's where i would go with it for sure <laughs> crazy stuff Okay, yeah. all right. Let's let's, let's get yeah. back into the depths of this here. So there's a 2018 article called The Truth About the CIA's Illegal MK Ultra Mind Control Experiments Using Drugs, Hypnosis and Electronic Devices. This is a good one because it has to do with another huge dump of documents that this guy obtained um, and it ties into a lot of what is in the RFK article on Twitter. So number 1 it talks about how criminals who are waiting trial like in in in, in hospitals uh, you know, they, they um, experimented on them to see if they could basically mind control them and then send them into trial to see if they would admit to more stuff in the trial under these mind control conditions. Um, but one of the crazy quotes, and this really gets into it, is they were interested in developing ways to cause amnesia in humans using experiments, quote, no matter how weird, inconclusive or unusual okay Whoa. and and this gets into I think a big deal of like where we are today it goes on to detail how they were looking to find ways of developing hypnotic speaking techniques which would control the minds of large audiences and heighten oh. group
0: susceptibility crap dude and that's what that's exactly what people are saying of what's happening with the yes. Taylor Swift concerts oh, people are like yeah. having these like amnesia where they they're like They literally it's like they can remember being there and the whole thing is just certain parts. It's like, for example, some people were saying, I don't remember her playing the song like a a specific song. And she did play it and they have like no memory of it. And it's not just one person. It's like collectively a whole group of people that are going to her shows are forgetting um, parts of the show. See and, and Roseanne was talking
1: about this recently. She's saying that the CIA got into Hollywood and the entertainment industry, and they are using Hollywood and the entertainment industry to run operations. She was recently going on about this in an interview.
0: So I mean, and why better than do it at the biggest person you know yeah. you that 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 exists right now, Taylor yes. Swift. I mean, exactly. it, there's more people seeing her than anybody on the face of the planet right now. Well, the whole focus um, on
1: large audiences and heightened group susceptibility also gets into the mass formation psychosis phenomenon as outlined by, um, Robert Malone, you know, and everything that we've been going through collectively over the past few years, it gets into some of that too, in my opinion. So they wanted to do experiments, which were quote too dangerous, too shocking, too unusual for routine testing. That's what would be of interest to them. That's a 1956 memo wow here's another crazy thing they also researched electric fish who can zap each other with electricity in a bit to create a super soldier who could do the same thing
0: electric fish yes they were trying to create
1: super soldiers that could electrify people what the
0: heck dude they were literally trying to create like super villains in this thing
1: For real, (laughs) this is in the documents. Electro is real. And this document, this article is great because it's this guy who runs, I think it's called the Black Vault. He's been fighting with the CIA to get these documents for years. He's made like, I think, something like 90,000 FOIA requests to try to get these documents. He's just been going hard up against them. So, anyways, uh, there's, th- th- this is what's really interesting. They were implanting electronic devices into animals to see whether electronic impulses can essentially control the brain. And most worrying, John says, is that there's still at least 1,245 pages missing, which could mean there is even more disturbing. Because every time... He wins a fight with the CIA and gets another batch of documents they've been withholding. It gets worse and worse and it reveals crazier and crazier things. So he's like, Dude. what is in those 1,200 extra documents that they're there? Because basically they gave him a trove and said, this is everything. And then he went through it and he was wow. like, there's thousands of documents missing. What are you talking about? And so he's been in this battle to get the whole trove that they claimed they gave him. So why? why? This is
0: yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's nuts.
1: So well, he believes this is, means it's all still taking place, like, to an extent, which could be.
0: And, and honestly, there's this whole thing about, especially X Men. When you really look at like X Men comics, and you know all of like they really came out in the '60s. You look at some of what's happening with some of the Marvel people, and then even the movies coming in now. It, a lot of people, I mean, especially Winter Soldier, is all about MK Ultra and yeah. Project Project Paperclip. Yep, and so a lot of people now, you know, of course, when these all came out, it's just like, wow, this is cool and different and whatever. But now it's like, dude, everything these comic books were talking about is is actually what has been going on, like from super soldiers to um, to mind control to like having special abilities, super normal abilities to um you know experimentation and then even like professor x's uh cerebro thing you know and and then it's like coming into all of this because that's we were kind of using that as an example of what what was happening with montauk and how that they were trying to amplify people's psychic abilities using you know the um antennas that they have at montauk projects so Exactly
1: and you can tell you can tell by the quotes of them saying any nothing is too strange, too weird, too dangerous, too unreliable. They're like everything is on the table. That was their attitude, right?
0: Wow, dude, this is really amazing.
1: It's crazy. Okay, so what we're looking at here though is that they essentially have three techniques. Now we can see from everything that we've gone through, they have three ways. They have trauma, they have drugs, and they have like electronic interference. And those are like the three things that essentially the CIA not only sort of uh, used, but became relatively successful with, you know, because like this is one of the other things that he brings up in this article. He's like, they, they were relatively successful. It doesn't record that they had a ton of failures. It shows that there was like a high success rate with a lot of this stuff. So this is interesting because what we, what I'm going to take us back to is when they finally, this finally all came out, right? Like around the time of like uh you know, it was like 1977 when this all came out and they actually had to have the hearings on it. And MKUltra got exposed. Right. You had the, the joint hearing before the Select Committee on Intelligence and the Subcommittee on Health and Scientific Research of the Committee on Human Resources in the United States Senate. Which is the, the whole focus of this was Project MKUltra, the CIA's program of research and behavioral modification. So this is from August 3rd, 1977. And so this was this meeting where they actually sat down they were like, what were you doing? The public deserves to know. And they get into it and they go through some of the documents. So in one of the documents, there is a, a request for support of research on the mechanism of brain concussion. Okay. It says, this is a request for financial support for research on the mechanism of brain concussion. And they talk about the progress made to date under the above contract, and they they summarize it with a number of things. They have research facilities, that's A, and then B is personnel. Check out what they say about personnel, because this has to do with the academic institutions and research institutions that the CIA was using. So for example, like here in Canada, you had, I think it was uh, McGill University. You have universities and labs all over Canada and America that the CIA put funding and projects into. So this is what they're talking about. Quote, both full-time technical personnel and part-time professional research personnel have been acquired and indoctrinated relative to their specific function.
3: Hmm.
1: So they're talking about having indoctrinated personnel in f- these institutions all over North America to perform their experiments. And this is, this is fully disclosed in front of the U.S. Senate in 1977. Wow. So then they get into the technical progress made under the current contract. They're looking at specialized instrumentation and numerous testing techniques. Uh, They're looking at like all these different ways of creating what they're calling this brain concussion. Because what they were fascinated by was when people get certain kinds of concussions, they get amnesia. They can't remember what happened before the concussion.
0: That's so true.
1: Right? So they wanted to duplicate that in an artificial way without actually hitting the person. They wanted to see if they could create the conditions of a concussion artificially so that someone would have amnesia of what had just happened. So like one of the things that they created was a a skull, a simulated skull that was a glass and it was filled with fluid and they would like concuss this or like fire vibrations at it. They would do all these things to this simulated glass skull to try to create these conditions. Uh, yeah, you had sound waves propagated in the air. So they were using sound waves to try to mimic it. All of this was like different measurements and ways to try to recreate the conditions to establish like what they what they wanted, which was these amnesia states where they could impact the brain and create control of people's memories. So they didn't want to create physical trauma. They wanted to avoid that. Uh, and they wanted to get into ways of creating the, the impact and they got into what was called resonance cavitation. Okay? And there were two ways that they were looking at doing this. A blast wave propagated in the air. Or number two, physical excitation with a mechanical driver or horn tuned to the resonant frequency of the head. Okay.
0: What does that mean exactly?
1: Okay. So everything <laughs> has its own resonant frequency, right? Everything yes. in the world has its own resonant frequency. You've seen this where, um, you know, those videos of bridges, that just start going crazy and what they found was that the 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 way that that would happen was that they would um they would find the resonant frequency of the bridge and it would vibrate the bridge at its resonant frequency and it caused Mm -hmm. the whole bridge to wobble and even like come apart right
0: yeah this is true for everything yeah and it's like you could do it it looks like you could do the opposite too if you you can do it for destruction purposes or you Mm -hmm. can do it for um like uh, aligning our bodies even with a certain frequency. Like for example, in the memory of water, the research that we did, they found that by using um, even just having the, that frequency of, of medicine without even putting medicine in the body, but just, just finding that, that frequency and aligning like your sick body, they could actually heal your go. body through this way. But yeah, this is exactly what Simon is talking about here.
1: Okay, so they're, they're, this is what the CIA was looking at doing to the human head, to the Holy skull and to the brain, crap. okay? They wanted to figure out how to create these artificial concussions RG. by developing technologies that would do this to the brain, okay? So that gets into you know, technologies at a distance or technologies that, uh, that are actually inserted into the brain. That's right. This is why soldiers stop marching in order when they go over a bridge to stop from creating that phenomenon. So this is like a super, super real phenomenon. So then we get into like, what is mainstream in terms of technology that can get into the brain control brain signals that can get like right down into those depths. So there's a study called converting brain signals into action. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is a study that this is like a mainstream study. They were exploring two different computerized chips that convert brain signals into action simply through the patient's thinking about the action. So, this uh, these two scientists, these PhDs, um, there you know, there's, a, there's a, a professor of neurobiology at this medical school. They built a collaborative research program to develop brain-computer interface devices that interpret the brain's still intact command abilities. To convey them to high tech prosthetics and assistive devices. So, the whole construct for this was oh, this is for people who have prosthetics, who have lost limbs. We're going to try to figure out how to implant chips in their brains so that they can, with their own brain, control their prosthetics. Mm -hmm. So, that's the medical usage that this is all about, right? Right. Kind of what Elon is trying to do with Neuralink, you know? It gets into that, right? So, it's like, This electrode grid is placed beneath the skull and on the surface of the brain's movement-controlling motor cortex. A computer system interprets the electrical impulses in the brain captured by the uh, micro-ECOG technology then converts the signals into movements, uh, controls in virtual environments. So that's one of the technologies. And then they're also developing a second... Well, they've developed this. This is an old article. It's an old study I had to pull from the Internet Archive. It was gone on the research site, of course. A lot of them are. I know. Yeah. So the second one is this brain interface technology uh, that's like a micro array, an intracortical microarray. And this device enables users to control movement with thoughts, but with a higher resolution and potentially greater control because of the tiny chips, the, how small the chip is, right? Like it's so s- small, but it goes deeper into the brain. Anyway, so this whole thing shows that there is mainstream research, okay? And what's interesting is that uh, they actually, it says here, the team received approval from the US Food and Drug Administration to test the intracortical array on humans. And it's now supported by the US Department of Defense. And they also stated that uh, all this research was also, uh, it involved uh, DARPA, okay? So they Mm. also got support from DARPA. So you have this thing that claims it's about healing people who lost limbs and helping with prosthetics. But you have involvement and funding from both DARPA and the Department of Defense. Okay. So, anyways, um, I think I think all of this is really, really, really strong evidence that if you have that, and that's like recent, and then you have the fact that the CIA was overtly trying to do this, they were trying to get into brains and create this level of manipulation with the brains, then you're really getting into. What is going on now? Like, it's not just that they're doing the tests right now. Like, that's one of the things the article that RFK drops is like, are they still doing these studies and tests now? No, I think they have successful programs that are being run right now. That's the Uh, wrong question, you know? How are they applying it overtly? (laughs) Right. Is it through
0: 5G? Is it through vaccines? Is it through music? Sound waves? I mean, all of the above. What resonant
1: frequencies are we surrounded by that actually affect the, the go into the resonance of the human head specifically. And then, you know, then you get look into the fact that you have that, that, that triad, right. You have the, the technological intervention, you have the trauma and you have the drugs. And it's interesting because you have all these people, all these different shooters. Okay. From all these like school shootings. So the Parkland shooting and like, uh, Adam Lanza, Steven, uh, and, Uh, Cho Sing Hui at Virginia Tech, all these different shootings, all of them were on very specific psychotropic drugs. And uh, I think a majority of them talk about hearing voices in their heads. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So it's a very common thing.
1: It's very, very common. And it's not to imply that that's the case with all of these, but it just means like, what, you know, what are we looking at in terms of the ways these programs might be functioning? It's just a very open-ended question, you know? And I think, you know, there was like, there's, there. we had a recent uh, event in Canada here where there was a, a New York Post reported on this, that there was a, a, a student or a prior student that came into this university and attacked people in a gender studies class. And I think, you know, this is another one of these weird situations where this was like a seemingly healthy person who was just conservative and didn't agree with gender ideology? He graduates, disappears for a year, and then suddenly comes back and he's like totally unchecked. We starts wielding a knife in this classroom, and what's weird is all the reporting on it. Don't they don't talk about like mental health?
0: No, no one ever does. They don't That's, talk about mental health. No, no, they they don't. And the other aspect of it is that most of these people are getting some kind of help. And who their doctor is or who they're like, you know, shrink or whatever is never, ever brought up, you know, yep. what kind of medications they're exactly. on, who who, 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 who um, prescribed those medications is yep. never brought up, yep. Um. you know, and these are very important questions. And I would they think, that, you know, if, if you're like looking into this and researching it, you're yep. wanting to know like, okay, you know, where was this person? Four months ago. Why is all social media accounts taken down? Okay. So this guy's social media account. I look into it.
1: This guy's social media account was created in 2020. uh, In 2020. He has no posts until uh, June 16th, 2022. And they're all on that one day. All of his posts are just of his graduation. And that's it. And it's so weird because that's the only thing that's in all the articles about him. Just that he recently graduated. So the only thing that's on his Instagram, this weird empty Instagram account, is photos of him just graduating, even though he graduated a year ago and he's returning to the campus for all of this. It's like you said like we should just be able to ask these questions. Was he getting psychiatric help over that year that he was gone? You know, if the CIA admitted in 1977 that they had indoctrinated people in professional institutions mm-hmm. to perform their tasks, this is open evidence then we should be able to know this information. And and the mental health issue should be brought up. It's it's really quite atrocious to me that all the coverage about this just says he was a Christian conservative who didn't agree with gender studies. Trying to create this idea that Christian conservatives who don't agree with gender studies are kind of like all potentially going to whip out knives and go crazy. Like it creates a very dangerous narrative, in my opinion.
0: 100%, 100% you know, and, and again, it just brings up a lot of questions and a lot of concerns. And of course, you know, the, and the media doesn't want to focus any attention to this though. It's just like whatever they want to report on and, and focus on that. So you're not asking all these other questions and focusing on really what's going on behind the scenes with all of this so
1: it's narrative warfare anyways that's the end of my my little mk ultra dive that's the context i wanted to give everything this is great
0: man this is this is great stuff you did you did amazing with all of this um yeah there's so much i i even learned through this so really cool well, before we get into our our Q and A, we want to talk about a couple things real quick. One is the um, the Elon versus Zuck. So amazing! It's so amazing. I'm so so excited. this now it's possible that this could be held in the Coliseum. I mean, this is like, That's so amazing. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, 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 you know, Elon is such a troll, and I have no idea <laughs> if, if he was being serious about it or not. But um, he made a tweet because somebody, I think it was Italy, that was like, hey, we will offer the Coliseum. And <laughs> Elon tweeted that there was some chance that this could happen within the Coliseum. So, how amazing. I mean, you know, it was Dana White, I think, was saying that.
1: You know, he believes that if this goes down, it'd be one of the most watched things in the world, but it could raise millions of dollars for something. I mean, this it, could could. Be, it could be used for such positive things.
0: It could, actually. It really could. And Elon has already been training. There is yeah. a, a video of him training already. So <laughs> and then there's the, there's multiple um, very famous, uh, you know, fighters and all kinds of people that reached out to Elon saying like, Hey, I would love to train you, you know, if you want to do this. So this is very fascinating. Very, (laughs) very fascinating.
1: This makes me believe that we're on the best timeline.
0: (laughs) I mean, whoever thought in a million years, these two check tech giants would actually literally bout it out in a ring, you know, or Coliseum no less. I mean, they might as well have it in a Coliseum. I mean, I don't. I mean, nothing has been in the Colosseum for like fifteen hundred years. I guess there's been like some small things here and there, but they've never had like a, a fight like this or any other event, major event that took place. So, oh my god, the memes! This the would memes be that will come from this. This would be so hilarious. This, this is this, this. I guess everyone's looking at this is like this is like one of the. This would be like one of the greatest, most watched things probably on television in a hundred years. So that'd be very fascinating and see what happens with that.
1: So and, okay, we also have all the stuff going on in France, man. It is lit up in France right now.
0: Yeah, it really, really is a massive amount of protests happening. Um, there was like 600 people that were arrested. Um, this is in a small suburb of Paris. Um, non something like that. I how to pronounce it. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it Nantier, was a, yeah, yeah, it was a police officer that um, shot a teen and massive amount of protests are happening. Like I said, about 600 people and what's 600 people have been arrested. What's crazy is that the um, prime minister of France have asked social media to take down videos like this. Whoa. So what we're seeing right here is a car um, kind of uh, smashing into like a mall. And all these people are running in there and just looting everything. Um, oh, you know, man. it's like it's it's really bad what happened, you know, I mean, I've been in Ferguson. I was literally in Ferguson at the height of the protests in Ferguson. I've covered protests in most a lot of major cities in the US, um, DC and New York, uh, LA a little bit. So um, and what's crazy is that when I've talked to police, people that arrested none of them are are ever from the area like like new york city there was like 400 people that got arrested and i remember that yeah they're all from like out of state yeah all of them were out of state most people don't want to burn down their own um city or do anything crazy so these are this is just it's just so weird what is going on over there and i think it's more of like an excuse there's a lot of fear that this could be the start of a of a um you know the oh my god what the, the what happened the, the beginning of communism really happened in par in France. What, what the heck? Oh yeah. What was it called? Oh my gosh, it just totally slipped my mind. I am not gonna remember in the eighteen hundreds. What was when all the protests happened in and French France?
2: Revolution. Yes. Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> I should not I'm like. Man, sorry, my this mind crazy, is crazy this police car just driving yeah,
1: through Oh my god, dude. This is not good. People are asking
0: what they're protesting. This is not even this is not a protest. This is no. a riot. Yeah. This is destruction. There there's no protest here. Protest is people marching in the streets That's peacefully right. and, you know, trying to bring awareness to what It seems like orchestrated way. chaos. This is orchest- this is orchestrated chaos 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so
1: rem- reminiscent of, of of the Black Lives Matter stuff and, and even what we were talking about before with yeah with the, the burning of the churches across Canada. You really have these suddenly like because it's they said they were protests, right? It was the same thing. It's just people are just so upset. They're so yeah, upset.
0: Dude. No. So many buildings have been burned down. This is insane. This is super insane. This is heavily orchestrated. Yeah. And um, you know, guaranteed. Teen are
1: saying pro- it's over a teen's death.
0: Yeah, what? over a teen's death. Non-social. Yeah, I mean it's a police officer, you know, shot a teen. Okay, I mean that's you know, but is that the cause I mean, for burning down your a... city? Teen... No, it
1: just would not. It would not create no. this. No. So you what you have then is like you had an operation ready to go, and that was the cue. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're looking at. You know, yeah. this is fifth generation warfare but, at its finest. But it's
0: according crazy. to CNN, it's it's all peaceful. You know, peaceful <laughs>
1: protest.
0: <laughs> It's some mostly fires peaceful. but it's still peaceful they're just setting them peacefully on fire
1: yes it's mostly <laughs> peaceful, it's
0: mostly peaceful. peacefully burning the city down <laughs> and stealing whatever they want there you go that yeah it's so wow crazy so crazy all right, you guys. Well, we're a little bit over, but we're going to jump over to Rise TV where we are we will have our top 10 weirder news of the week. Um, everything from an alien figure found to um, an ancient Greek uh, altar that was uh, unearthed. And we even have evidence of what possibly could be like a Loch Ness monster in Canada, actually. Ooh. And... Um, and a Rocket Man delivery service. So all of that's going to be super fascinating. And um, we're also going to have our Dig Deep live Q&A where you get to ask us your questions directly in our live chat. So we're going to leave wherever we're streaming, Rumble, Facebook, Ganjing World, Twitter, YouTube, and we'll head over to Rise.TV. So for just $9.99 a month, you can come over and support our work. So please do that. We have so much content over there. It will, it's never ending. It's only 9 99 and um, you know, we have a big, large community over there. And of course we have our own live chat to go with it as well. So
1: it's all sorts of content that escaped the purge. Really?
0: That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> it's,
1: really, it's quite exciting. It's like an, it's like a, a vault, a vault that escaped the purge.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. good. <laughs> all right, you guys. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us and we'll see you over on Rise TV. See you there. Just
4: a reminder that we're not having a show on Tuesday and happy 4th of July.
0: Thank you, Lindsay. I forgot to bring that up. Yes, it is July 4th on Tuesday. So Rob and I will not be here on Tuesday, but we'll have our show on next Friday. So thank you.
3: A vast secret history. A lost ancient civilization an empire they tried to erase. Tartaria's hidden past is just as fictional as Atlantis, or is it? Humanoid giants, magical creatures that shouldn't exist, dogmen, centaurs, magicians, and evil spirits. Why did the Soviet communists remove all traces of Tartaria from their books? Why was it so important to wipe Tartaria off the face of the earth? Take a glimpse into the truth of the past. You were never supposed to know.
0: So did Genghis Khan's ancestors and the Tartarians really discover America? Was Tartaria a global civilization?
3: Forgotten maps. The Journals of Marco Polo. Ancient Structures. Evidence of Advanced Technology. Edge of Wonder brings you Tartaria.
0: Simon we actually have quite a few people asking well there's there's two specific questions one one's an easy one uh, a couple of people have been wondering what your head what brand is your headphones that you're wearing because everyone